This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Hi, welcome to Business Influencers. My name is Chris Salem. You found us here at the Tell Radio uh, radio station. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple, and also our YouTube channel at Tell Radio. Again, if this is your first show, again, here what we do is we interview subject matter experts sharing their words of wisdom and insights to help raise your level of influence and take your business and personal success to the next level. If you ever have any insights to any content that you would like to hear shared here on the show, feel free to reach out to us at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. That's Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to rekindle old relationships or perhaps meet new people for the first time. This is a paid membership program, but it takes all the noise out of social media so that you're able to come in and on your time to generate genuine and authentic relationships and the opportunity to now either grow a business or partner with somebody or perhaps land your next job opportunity. This also features an athlete's corner for athletes leaving the professional sport to go into everyday life. Also, there's the, the podcast on, uh, from athlete to entrepreneur that you can listen to each and every week. And again, if you like more information about Alumni Direct, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today, and this is going to be a really good one because we're going to be talking about how to make more with your consulting services. And there's going to be a, a, another approach to this, especially for your consultants and coaches out there, that perhaps there's a better way to now monetize your business in other areas. So you're going to get some great insight into that particular area. And we happen to be here with uh, Max Trailer, and Max grew up with a digital scalable residual business mantra and applied that mindset to help consultants put their personal lives first and build a business that works for them, not the other way around. So you're going to get more insight into that. And without further ado, we welcome Max Trailer to the show. Max, how are you doing today? Uh, best day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I love it. We're so glad to have you. So let's talk about, you know, you know, you know, talk about consult. There are so many consultants in 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 the world today, more than ever before, in at all different levels. But a majority of them tend to be those single consultants, right? They they could be working with small business owners or have certain niches that they they help uh, either people or businesses in. Talk about like what what works in that area, but really what is not working and what could be better. Well. Uh- you know, I was I was sort of excited to see now nothing about COVID was exciting. But the one thing that happened is there was a flood of corporate people into the independent space, whether they were starting their own businesses, but a lot of them coming out of corporate America had decades of knowledge. And so they started their own consultancy. I am now seeing that that was a bubble because we are now three years into that. And what this is to answer your question, what hasn't worked? Uh, is that the people that are really good at the thing, they're really good at consulting. They're realizing that consulting in an independent consulting practice is about 20% of what needs to be done in order to make consistent money so you can feed your kids. 
And uh, a lot of those folks are uh, realizing that they really don't like putting themselves out there. They can't stand the word selling and uh, they're going back to corporate. So that's what's not working. What, uh, what does work is you pony up and you tell yourself, look, I need to be able to hunt and kill for myself. There's no way around it. Uh, there's no magic piece of content that's going to bring your ideal customers to you in a rate that will sustain you, maybe one or two, and we can all celebrate that, but not in a sustainable, I know I'm going to feed my kids way. Uh, so you have to you have to go after people. And if you are going to go after people successfully, you have to be very specific and very decisive about what you're offering and to whom. Mm. And there's no way around that. Wow, that's that's great, great insight. And, and when you look at like, you know, based upon what you've talked about, especially now with COVID, because COVID obviously changed a lot of things, you know, either whether it's for the good or not good, either way, we have to adapt to what is. What do you, what do you, what can you recommend, you know, to consultants, coaches? Cause we get quite a few of them that listen to this show each and every week. And, you know, obviously raising their level of influence plays a big part in helping them to get more speaking opportunities or getting them in front of more companies or in front of their target audience to, you know, share what, you know, how they could help them. What would you recommend is something that, that they should be looking at to help, you know, make that shift? Well, I, uh, so is the question like, how do people get ready? Yeah. How to make that shift that like, what's not been working like where they're struggling and what, what can be something like, again, you know, where they can, you know, productize or do something that's going to, you know, you know, help them really stay in the game and, and increase yeah. their business. Well, so the number one thing, and this is like my strongest opinion, I have a lot of strong opinions, it's all for entertainment purposes here, but, uh, Ditch the menu of services. Uh, if nobody told you running a restaurant is a terribly difficult business model. And when you show up to a company and you say, what would you like me to do? That that That's not going to work. That's going to create complexity. Every single client you take on will uh, increase the complexity and the administrative burden in your life. You don't want that. That is so true. Ditch the services menu and have a singular, that means one, a singular services process. A to F. And the rule is no one is allowed to convince you to skip steps A, B, or C. Uh, you run your process every single time. Now, what you're allowed to do is be a human being and use your brain and say, oh, client, you think you're really good today. So that, this is going to be perfect. We're going to spend five minutes on A. This is going to be awesome. And we're going to spend most of our time on B. We're going to breeze through C because I see you got that. Uh, and we'll probably spend more time on D, but that's, that's the level of flexibility. It's not, I trust you emphatically. And so we get to skip, skip the competitive analysis. No, we don't get to do that. Uh, you have to go through the stages of your process with every client, like an assembly line, and that will create the predictability, uh, in your clientele and just remove a lot of the complexity and stress in your life, which surprise, surprise, if you're doing all the selling and the delivering, you can't be stressed because you won't do either. Yeah. Um, so that's an absolute. Second then becomes who is going to pay you the most for that services process? Because once you make a decision that I will do one thing, it's going to be worth a lot at price premium to a certain type of someone. Everyone else besides that certain type of someone, they're not, you might as well be speaking French. 
they're they're not going to care and uh, that's the that's the duality of specializing and so you must then uh, be very intentional uh, and relentless in the pursuit of the people that will pay you the most and uh, that requires that you have something cool going on which i like to call a noble contribution enter podcasts enter uh, authoring books enter uh, being a speaker because if you reach out to somebody and you say i'm max i'm super great we should talk about what i do no nobody's gonna, nobody's going to answer they get that stuff all day you and i have linkedin profiles we get solicited like no other yep but if we reach out and say hey i'm working on my next book can i interview you for 10 minutes about your experiences with xyz i think you'd be a great contributor I've found if you invite people to participate in something cool and if it's rooted in like an actual belief system like I believe people should put their personal life first and build a business around their personal life Simon Sinek would say your strongest relationships are with those who believe what you believe if you reach out and invite people to contribute you're probably going to get around 20 to 30% cold outreach to conversation ratio and without conversations you are dead in the water so you need something cool write a book do a study do a speaking tour whatever it is whatever your whatever your uh thing is invite people to participate in that and uh, that's a free ticket to talk to whoever you want wow that's that, that's definitely some great great advice what you shared and i hope that everybody listening those listening later are taking notes you know go back and listen to what max shared this is so important that could be the difference of either getting out of a, a a tough situation that you may be in or now kind of revamping and really getting more laser focused and really sticking to the value that he talked about. What are the things like, you know, when, when it comes to that, Max, let's say that now somebody narrows it down to like one specific area, like, and they can really now offer this value. What are some other things that they can do to now, you know, even add to that value? Maybe there can be other things that they can offer in conjunction with that that could be you now that can generate even additional revenue to their consulting business yeah so general i mean i spent 8 years talking to people that monetize their knowledge and yeah. the the easiest thing to do because it requires almost no development work is to charge a lot of money to hold your client's hand that that's called consulting my dad always said Congratulations, you're a consultant. All that means is you make up the price. So you've got that. You've got consulting. Uh you do 10 client engagements, you realize, wow, uh there's a lot of patterns here. I bet I can start a group with 10 of my clients and we can start to support each other. So you have that. That's like the uh that's like the mastermind model. Yep. Uh and then everyone on Facebook has told you that you can create a online course and people will buy it from you. I'm here to tell you that the more senior you get, you got almost no hope of someone watching a video and doing anything productive. So, yeah, it works for, you know, lower level employees and there's a model behind that. But generally, you're it can be monetized in those stages. You've got the 1 to 1 yeah. high ticket, you've got that hybrid 1 to 10 model and then you've got the 1 to 100 low touch e-course uh sort of thing. Eat your heart out. So, with that being said, like what would you be like um, you know, what would you recommend that when you see and you have a consultant and, and, and you know again a lot of consultants are like in the middle right they're you know they might be just getting by you know but they're looking to get to that that next level and you did pinpoint some of those things 
that again would be a better course of action you know taking not instead of being the jack of all trades be the master of one you know so yeah. to speak and you know and increase your are, value there are three so the reason you are more specific is because in that in that model where everyone starts where they're trading time for dollars the objective is to get the most money per hour without going crazy now let me be specific do not i i'm do not charge by the hour uh there's a whole podcast episode on why that's an absolute terrible idea i'm not talking about charging by the hour i'm saying that you're running a business the business of you and the uh the uh, scarce resource is time and creative energy. So you have to maximize your return on your time. And so uh, in order to do that, you become very specific. Uh, a specialized tool at Walmart, it costs more than a general hammer, supply and demand. So there are three areas where you can get specific or be a specialist. Two are obvious and one goes uh, forgotten most of the time. One is practice area. I'm not in marketing. I build three page websites or something like that. So practice area, what you actually do. Then there's industry and I can feel half of the people going, but everyone can use my service. No, uh, well, yes, probably. Um, but in order to get a price premium, there's a certain thing about human beings. They like to feel special. They will pay you more if you speak their language. Business acumen. And by the way, there are two types of consultants. Those that pay you to learn their business and those that pay you access to a lifetime of experience. And so my grandfather always said, you have to know the territory. Anyway, second piece is industry uh, that's the general. So people say, yeah, I'm doing something specific for a certain type of someone. There's a third dimension that will push you over the top. And that is situational. If you specialize in doing something specific for a certain type of someone, when they are in the middle of a situation like a leadership transition, uh, or layoffs, we got a lot of that going on. Then you are not only the ideal choice, there is a need to act now. There's a, the sense yeah. There's a sense of urgency. There's a sense of urgency. And you cannot create a sense of urgency with strategy. You can't do it. That's the downside. Yeah. Because it's so strategic, like you notice consultants and strategists don't have deadlines because nobody needs the strategy today. It's, it's long-term uh, value. So we have difficulty creating decisiveness with leadership teams. Yeah. And, and a lot of things are situational. It happens with, you know, with a lot of times beyond your control. So you have to be able to respond. Exactly. So if you can position yourself, like I remember a, a client was uh, specialized in commercializing practice area, commercializing healthcare technologies. So that's the industry. Uh, when they are trying to capture the first 5% of the market and that's the situational. So, that's as specific as uh, as you can get that maximizes price premiums gets yeah. you uh, gets you conversations with people makes you the only choice um so and i and i love the fact that what you talked about in the beginning that you know it's about it's about results so you are now maximizing that investment based on the results cuz cuz otherwise are you if you're doing it, if you're doing it based upon the hour now you're just charging for time and that's no different than if you had a job because you're trading time right. for money. In this case, you're now 
you're providing results for that that higher investment that they're making because they're that's the results they're seeking yeah there there's a uh, there's a result and you have a, a formula a methodology a strong opinion on how to get there that that's what people are are paying for the most people start with hourly because that's what people want to buy because you have difficulty articulating your value but they like you and they don't want to tell you to f off so uh, they're okay spending a certain dollar amount per hour most people start between 100 and 225 dollars an hour uh, which is fine if that's all you had to do but there's another 80 percent of your business that needs to be accounted for innovation marketing sales experience burden gaining additional experience right so yeah. uh, whatever your hourly is you should multiply it by five yeah now that's a, a great point that's a really great point well uh, but a client doesn't want to pay you a thousand dollars an hour yeah but a client will pay you ten thousand dollars for a result that they believe in and if that takes you 10 hours well that makes you a darn good consultant and and there is the there is the biggest shortcoming in charging by the hour because when you are charged by the hour you are incentivized to provide value slowly mm. now ask a client if they would like their value slowly or quickly yeah nine out of ten times it's going to be quick right and so hourly is anti-innovation anti get better because as soon as you get better you're worse off so it, well, it's like it's like a therapist right you show up for the half an hour 45 minute an hour session you pay your you know your hundred dollars your insurance pays you know so it's it's just again it, it it's not it's not leading to results it's just yeah, kind see of, you next week man, <laughs> you see you next week <laughs> you know and it's you know it's just managing the problem and and a consultant's job is to help solve problems and create solutions so no it it really makes sense totally well makes sense. And, and and if we are on the topic of things that feel free to change the topic but you got me sort of on a rant here no please keep going I think this is such really golden nuggets and valuable information that you're sharing yeah phase phase so people generally nod their head when I when I talk about hourly and they're generally past that uh but now they're in retainer land everybody loves the retainer because it sounds a lot like what you were getting in corporate it, it sounds uh, predictable uh it's a trap don't do that the problem is that look it, a consultant must be perceived as an indispensable partner uh, you are there to help them make important decisions and as soon as you uh, are no longer invited to the decision maker table. You become a replaceable vendor. You get uh, there's scope creep, there's price chopping, and it's the end of the profitable relationship for you. So you've 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 really laid a lot of really like how could I say it? You you've 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 dropped a lot of things that are getting these consultants to think that I got to change, I got to stop playing small. But at the same token. I got to change the way I present myself and then, you know, and offer myself because again, people will gladly pay you more if you know, they know you're going to get those results quicker and more in a more efficient manner and, and versus that, you know, they're just paying you by the hour, so to speak, yeah. or, or giving you a retainer, like you said. Okay. Yes. The, re the retainer is, is like the pretty, the pretty stepsister <laughs> of hourly. Uh, because the game is to always be a part of what's most important. And when you're, when you've got a retainer, uh, the, the client is incentivized to keep throwing things at you 
it's not their fault. They're human beings. They want to get the most out of their investment. So you sign up for this long-term retainer. In the first couple of months, you're probably working on something that everyone would agree is most important. And slowly but surely, that client team is starting to justify that investment as that really important thing becomes more of a distant memory. They'll start giving you a smaller task and they will start deciding what you should be doing. That is the end. That is the transfer of control. That is the end of profitability for you. So I much prefer uh, setting expectations that we will do a series of defined projects. And as long as you maintain control of that, as long as you uh, maintain exposure to the leadership team and you get their buy-in that yes, in fact, you do have the correct roadmap of strategic initiatives, it's the best of both worlds. You create some predictability project to project. You might know that 50% of your projects are going to be uh, retained or are going to renew with you on, say, a quarterly basis. Uh, but you avoid being marginalized, vendorified, um, and eventually priced out of an engagement because you got fat and happy on the word retainer. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it really establishes, like you said, as an extension of their strategic board and more likely now to be you know with them longer term for not only that project you're working on with them or the challenge or the situational thing that they're going through but you know more now on a long-term basis it, it really it's it's like it's like there's a psychology to it like that's the essence what i guess what i'm picking up too like there's some kind of psychology to this where we you know you're you're getting you're you're getting into their 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 subconscious mind a little bit more as a as a solution provider than than just like hey this is just you know i'm just as i'm just here to be a stopgap and then you know you know and then you're yeah. going to go on somewhere else yeah so it, yeah it, it's 100 percent psychology and yeah. it's uh how how do i a make them feel like i understand what's most important to them uh this comes from steve lashansky uh, incredible uh, leadership coach and he's got in his book um uh, ultimate sales revolution he's got this concept of the indispensable partner yeah and to be perceived as such you need two things to happen they perceive that you understand what's most important and they perceive that you can facilitate what is most yeah. important wow. uh, so it regardless of your skill set uh and this is the challenge that everyone's coming out of you know a 20-year career and, and yeah. something great their knowledge is incredibly valuable um but they are first and foremost a consultant and yeah. your job is to help determine what's most important and facilitate that that yeah. may or may not include the thing that you just spent 20 years perfecting absolutely max this is so such a great information we got to have you back on again to, to really for for you know round two of this important topic and in how this may expand into some er other areas you could share your wisdom we're at the end of the show. I wanted to make sure that that the audience has a chance to get to know you. How can they reach out to you and anything that you'd like to provide them? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd love to. I mean, you've got a website for the show, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, let's yeah. give them let's give them a, a link to download uh, my newest book, uh, Alt, uh, Consultant Survival Guide. I don't even know what my book's called anymore. <laughs> uh, Consultant Survival Guide. Yeah, and, we'll make sure um, that will be in the show notes. Yeah, and LinkedIn. I spend most of my time on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm I'm posting all the content I have, so I'd connect with me on LinkedIn. Follow me there if you have any questions. Reach out, and you'll probably see a lot of posts on uh, my newest project, the world's worst book for consultants. So, 
Uh, if you have any world's worst advice, I am collecting that in uh, little video snippets. And Chris, if you have time, I'd love to know what's the worst advice you've received as a consultant. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do that if I had the time. But, and, but let's <laughs> let's right. you for next. Let's you and I have that separate conversation. I want to do that with you one on one, and I will definitely and save that for the second show because you're going to be on again. So count that to happen. But some of the advice I I've always had is is again trying to you know fix people's problems. If I'm going to just sum it up really quick, yes, I'm here to fix problems, but I'm here to do it with you not for you in itself that doesn't i never never find that if i do it for someone and that it, it it's sustainable long term with that being said max i want to thank you for being here on the show and taking the time out of your busy schedule you will we'll definitely have you back on again you drop so much wisdom in a short period of time listeners we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at business influence we will continue to bring in subject matter experts like max sharing their words of wisdom and insights to take your business and level of influence to the next level. Feel free to reach out to Max, get to know him on LinkedIn. Also get your, your hands on his book. And again, reach out to us if you have any input or insights as to what like you'd like to see on future shows. Till then, everybody have a great rest of your day and week, and we'll see you next week. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.